0: Previously, on Newsbreak, Lotus FM.
1: It starts as a SIM swap. The criminals go into a cell phone store with someone's cell phone number and they claim it's their own number. And they say they've lost their phone and they ask if they can put their number to the new SIM card. And um, some of these cell phone stores have got very poorly trained staff we will just do that without asking for identification or not proper identification? And once they do that, the owner of that number is supposed to get an SMS confirming that they're going to port the number to a new SIM card. But if you're on holiday, especially, then chances are you might not see that in time. You've got about three hours in which to block uh, reporting. And if you don't see it and you don't block it, then suddenly, the criminal has your um, cell phone number in their ownership, and they load that onto a new phone, download WhatsApp, and get access to your WhatsApp account to your phone number, and in that way, they then get access to your uh, contacts, and they start messaging your contacts requesting that they send you money because you're in trouble, you're stuck somewhere.
0: Now looking at this issue, and it seems to stem from these hackers gaining access to information that they're not supposed to have, but reports indicate that there are certain processes like the RECA process being responsible for third parties to gain access and share users' information to these hackers. Is there any truth to that?
1: There, There is supposed to be a process where you have to your identity, as well as ownership of the phone number. Um, But, as I say, if if the people in the schools themselves are badly trained, or sometimes they might even be in partnership with the criminals, then they're not going to ask for that identity. And in that way, they bypass the regulations. What we are recommending is that there should be a full RECA process when someone uh, requests a... Some swap.
0: Now which are some of the, the unnoticed ways that hackers sometimes gain access to information from consumers?
1: Uh, there are uh, three very common ways. The one is exactly as described where they uh, find out what someone's cell phone number is and then they attempt to steal their number basically by porting it. Uh, the second is usually a criminal gangs operating internationally. They send out a huge amount of emails saying that you need to log on to your account because there are issues with it. And the link they give you is actually to one of their own websites. I and mean, when you type in your username and password, they then immediately use that to log on to your bank account um, if you fall for that. And what then happens is when they log on, the bank will send the user a one-time uh, password. The user then types it in, to, this, to the fake site where the people are waiting to get it and immediately they get it they then type that number into the real uh, bank account and then they have access to uh, your banking records Newsbreak, Lotus FM powered by SABC News